Hi everyone, welcome back to No Bullshit OnlyFans Advice Podcast. Here we are today. Today we're going to be talking about OnlyFans marketing, key concepts you must understand. Yeah guys, today we are here. It's me, Joseph and Jake, my partner in crime in every episode. So yeah, just a small recap about us. I'm managing right now five OnlyFans models. Jake, would you tell about you, how, how you are going right now? <laughs> so yeah, I'm managing accounts of uh, two OnlyFans creators at the moment, less, less than you. <laughs> I, look, I look bad compared to you. <laughs> nah, nah, bro, it's, it's, it's fine. It's not the number, it's more how you play the game. You can make <laughs> more money with two girls than with five. That's definitely possible. Yeah. Yes. So maybe a short reminder for the people who missed the last episode. So last episode... We talked about the key things that are important for the OnlyFans landing page, what you have to look up for. So if you missed that episode and this topic is really interesting and you are struggling right now with setting up a great OnlyFans starting page or landing page, then definitely check this episode out. But today we got another topic. So Jake, would you like to tell the people what we are talking about today? Yeah, yeah. So basically, we're just going to be talking about OnlyFans uh, marketing and key concepts to understand. So after listening to this episode, you'll have a much deeper understanding of how OnlyFans marketing works and then how to create content which gets people interested, clicking on your videos, your photos, your profiles, and then wanting to sign up for your page. You'll be able to apply these concepts that we talk about to any platform from like tube sites to sugardaddy.com to TikTok. So this will be key for you to understand how to basically grow your, your OnlyFans account. Uh, we will talk about in more detail regarding each platform separately, how to best go about it. But these are overarching concepts which you should understand and know how to work the whole space, the media space. And, and with these concepts, you'll be able to go to any media and be successful there like any social media and be successful there but we will go into detail into each and every single one as well just to give you the best tips on how to be like like successful in each one so uh, guys, stay tuned and don't forget to activate the notifications for the podcast and leave us a like and a follow so you don't miss any episode when we're talking about these topics yeah definitely and what should successful OnlyFans marketing do? Like, what would you say, Joseph? I, I would say one of the most important things is you have to get viewed by the most people as possible. So you have to get viral. That's really important. It's, it's really, really necessary to have a, a huge reach and a lot of people seeing you. So you have the most conversion of these people or the best opportunity to gain as much fans as possible. So I think that's pretty clear because if only like 10 people are seeing your posts, then the opportunity that you are getting subscribers is really low. But if you are getting like tons of views, like 100,000 millions of views, then you can easily convert these people if you have a great OnlyFans landing page also. That's also one important step then you can definitely convert a lot of people. So the key basic thing is to get as much reach as possible. Yeah, exactly. And then you want them to get them hooked to your content, subscribe to you so they see as much of you as possible so that they become your like like social media fans, like these like 
people that follow you every single move. And then that's when they will want to see more of you. They want to see you naked. They will want to see you doing dirty things, basically. You want them hooked. So, like, they're there, like, every day. And then they're chatting to your OnlyFans afterwards every day. And to make sure they also go to your OnlyFans afterwards, you kind of want to leave that curiosity gap. So, if you're going to be, like, advertising on, like, let's say, Twitter, you don't want to be showing everything. You want to leave some of that for OnlyFans. And then you also want to leave the chatting for OnlyFans. Those are the key bits. So, yeah, get uh, get your get as much get as many people seeing your content as possible. Get them hooked on your content and leave a curiosity gap. And now we'll talk about each one of these bits. So regarding the platforms, um, the ones that you want to focus on are the ones that bring in a lot of organic traffic. So uh, you know, like for example, tick, uh, like Instagram doesn't really like get organic traffic no more. You open up Instagram, you add your friends, you put photos out there, and it's usually only your friends that are going to be subscribed to you, and that's it. It's really hard to grow these days at an Instagram account. But how about TikTok? What would you say about TikTok? Is that good to grow organically? TikTok is really good to grow organically. It got harder over the time, so you have to look up for specific things before you start posting and using TikTok. It's really important that you're setting up there also the right uh, niche for you, the right marketing to set up the accounts properly. We will talk about these things in detail in a TikTok episode. But TikTok is a really good platform because TikTok is a fresh, I would say from all these social media platforms, TikTok is the youngest platform and it's in right now also the most used. So it has a lot of users, potential viewers, for example, for the content. And there are a lot of different age variations. So there are people like 12, okay, these guys are not good for OnlyFans. But then there are also like 50-year-old guys or 30 years old. So it has a really big reach of people on there. So TikTok is a really good marketing channel. And also for TikTok, the thing is you can really fast, you can really grow it fast because if one TikTok goes viral and if the algorithm pushes you, then it's pretty easy when one TikTok goes viral, you get a lot of traffic on your account, your account grows really fast. So when one TikTok goes viral and you start just to be diligent and work a lot on your account and keep hard, keeping your work up and posting a lot of things, then also other TikToks will go viral and then you get more and more and more views, get more followers, you, when the people see you are active, then they think, oh my God, for example, she's so hot. I want to see more of her. Then they go, like you talked before, into the OnlyFans and subscribe because they want to see more than just the normal TikToks. So for TikTok, I would say TikTok is a really, really great marketing channel. What's yeah. your opinion on that? Yeah, yeah, I think it's good as well. Like I did find it much harder though these days, like to actually grow accounts. So like usually kind of like growing a couple at the same time seems to be the best way to go. And it does seem to be very much hit and miss. Like sometimes it kind of goes well, but like a lot of the times it doesn't grow at all. So I don't know, like for me, uh, I've not had great experience lately. Last year was much better, it feels. But yeah, I think, and also I think kind of depends a little bit on the girl that I found that like, I've noticed that like really younger 
chicks, like younger looking chicks tend to do a bit better for some reason. Maybe that's because of the audience and stuff like that. But uh, it does seem to be like organic traffic. Um, like I've noticed, like places like social media where you can't really add friends and stuff like that do tend to work a little bit better. So like, for example, like dating sites, it's not about friends. It's just about like strangers and stuff. Those work really good. You're going to create a dating site profile and there's going to be thousands of people seeing it. So also like tube sites, like those X-rated uh, tube sites, they work really good as well because you don't have friends and there's not much competition there because not many people want to put like these kind of stuff out there. So yeah, it's got to be a platform like the best ones are ones which give you a lot of organic traffic and where you don't add like friends, where you don't just like communicate with your friends because who wants that? You want new customers, not your friends kind of thing. Uh, and the one that pushes it to like loads of strangers, these tend to work best. Uh, it also helps if the average user is rich on those platforms and like maybe even not so good with women. What would you say are some examples of that? I think also from my experience, when we are talking about specific platforms, on Reddit, for example, there are a lot of guys, maybe they are not rich, but on Reddit are a lot of users who are really thirsty for women and who don't get so much attention from women or don't have so much experience with them. So there are more kind of the, I think it's easier, for example, from TikTok to gain fans, but the fans from Reddit are spending much more money than the ones from TikTok because these guys are really thirsty and they really want the, the attention from the women. That's really important for them. They want the attention and they are willing to pay money because I think their brain is working after being every day on Reddit and seeing dozens of naked girls and writing under their posts and don't get a response and then go to OnlyFans and then pay money, then get response. Also, it's programming their brains. So, yeah, like, yeah. more, okay, I pay her money, then I will get my attention. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a bit sad, but that's how it works. That's our world right now, or today, better to say. Yeah. Yeah, so Reddit, it's kind of good in a way because got a lot of organic traffic. You're you're competing with other creators, but like you 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 post your photos, and it doesn't matter if you have a hundred followers or ten thousand followers, they're still gonna see you. Obviously, if you have ten thousand followers, they will like more of your photo, and you're gonna go up quicker and stuff like that. So it does make a difference how many followers you already have there. But it's not such a massive difference as like TikTok, where if you have like a hundred thousand followers and they like your content, you get pushed through everywhere on the platform. You will still be seen by people, so that's a real positive. Uh, however, I've noticed also like the users are quite tech savvy there, and they do like want free shit. They don't want to pay for porn, so that's one of the maybe negatives of Reddit. Instagram, it's a pretty much a no-no. Like you, you ain't gonna grow like your account. It's only good for like linking to OnlyFans from other places, kind of thing, which don't let you do that. However, Instagram Reels, like that, does seem to be quite successful for some people. I've not had much success with that either, though. Like with TikTok and Reels, I've not had too much success. How would you say with Reels for you, though? It's a, it's a, it's a good strategy. 
I worked more with that, so we get here like a little bit of secret sauce, I would say, here in the podcast. But for that, we are here in the podcast. Uh, I would I say I worked this kind of way on Instagram. I built it up the Instagram account, uh, the TikTok account, and I funneled the people from TikTok to Instagram, of course. And these guys who won't come to OnlyFans subscribed often to the Instagram. So when they subscribe to Instagram, the Instagram starts to organically grow. Then you start to post reels on the Instagram when it's organically growing. And then your reels, because your account got a lot of followers and the followers are real, your reels are also getting much more reach. And then you get from the reels more followers and it's like a rolling snowball. It's getting bigger and bigger. And from time you get also a lot of subscribers from Instagram. So you can definitely work with Instagram, but Instagram is much, much more effort. So you have to be patient. In my yeah. opinion, it's my opinion from the whole way. I work with that. So you have, first of all, to build up a strong TikTok account and then get the people to subscribe to your Instagram. And when your Instagram account is good, set it up, then you can start posting their reels. And then the reels also bring in a lot of traffic. Yeah. So basically, you're kind of like gaming the system in a way where you're creating lots of traffic where you can create traffic easily. And then you're pushing that traffic to Instagram. And then Instagram understands that you're quite successful and starts pushing you as well. So yeah, that's a really good tactic there. And I think it kind of works with pretty much all social media. So if you have like a bit of a following somewhere, you want to channel it some other ones, which will help you grow these other platforms, basically. Uh, another platform that I've had quite like seen good success with is uh, tube sites, um, like basically X-rated videos and stuff like that. It is obviously a little bit of work and like some people I think are not willing to do that, obviously, because like you're going to be seen by a lot of people. Like, uh, But that's the benefit like that you're seeing a lot of people. There's zero competition there as in, like not zero, but there's way less competition there. It's not like every every mother on the street that's like opened only fans not every mother is going to be putting her whole videos on like free websites so obviously there's way less competition there uh there's organic traffic there and that's like a never-ending organic traffic obviously more and more people are starting to go there now like only fans creators so there's more and more free porn out there but it's still really really good basically uh, but obviously there's a bit of an issue there you have to be careful how much stuff you show there and you got to do do it really good uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit later as well the right way to do tube sites like in other podcasts and today as well um, and there's obviously loads of other like uh, places like twitter facebook onlyfans sugardaddy.com like all these sugar daddy sites like chatterbait snapchat all these other places but basically uh, I think the main point still stands is that you want to make sure that, that you can get a lot of organic traffic. So like Snapchat, has that worked for you? Like it's not worked that great for me. Like it's kind of hard to get like any organic traffic there and stuff like that. Organic traffic is, is, is challenging with Snapchat. For what you can use Snapchat is, so for example, for dating. So when you are on dating sites, you connect your, write your Snapchat name into the, your dating profile and then people start to add you on snap and then you can start to sell content on snapchat or you yeah. write a little, with, a little bit with them on snapchat and tease them to come to your only fans that's the only way i use snapchat but yeah. it's also a lot of effort because you have then also to chat on snapchat with the people so it's a double bladed sword i would say 
Yeah. So yeah, like whenever I've heard anything about Snapchat and everything like that, I've not had success with using it because it kind of seems like it needs to be already a big creator or something that funneled a lot of people to their Snapchat or something like that. But you can't really grow on Snapchat, so it's like it's useless for getting organic traffic. And uh, but uh, and also, you know, when it comes to dating sites, as you said. Uh, you can just do it with Instagram, just funnel people to Instagram. That seems like just just as efficient, uh, but easier in a way because then you don't need to chat to them day and night like you do on Snapchat. So, uh, yeah, it doesn't seem to be such a great platform, but I have heard people using it a lot and being successful with it, especially if you've got loads of time to chat with people, as you said. Um, but, yeah, I think those are like some of the main platforms and stuff like that. We will go into more detail into each one and how you want to kind of use it um but so like we kind of talked about some of the platforms where you want people to see you but then getting people to follow you and watch your content and get hooked on it how do you do that how do you do that joseph you have to stand out that's the important thing because when for example a guy goes on reddit he thinks oh right now i'm laying in my bed i want to jerk off so i go on reddit and look up for some nice porn are you talking about from experience there? <laughs> no, 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 bro. But I'm but I work every day with Reddit, so I definitely know how these guys are working there. So no no no. <laughs> but you have you have to stand out then. It's you have to have maybe content which is really offending or content which is really funny. You have to be unique. That's really important. That's one of the things. You have to highlight, I have to highlight here in the podcast, you have to be unique. Get that in your head. Don't post the 0815 type of content. The girl is sitting in her bed and just showing her ass. That's it. No, that's not the thing how it's working anymore because there are is a lot of concurrence on the market so and competition. So you have to be unique. You have to stand out. So for example, if there's everyone has like massive boobs, have small boobs. Maybe not in subreddits. Maybe that's not so suitable because they are separated. Like yeah, yeah, just like in general, you mean? Yeah, 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 in general. Or if so, find nice places to shoot content. For example, make content at the picnic outside in the dressing room of H and M. For example, just be creative and stand out with that because these guys on these platforms, the most guys who are really also following OnlyFans creators. They are saturated. They get so much content and they get dopamine here and there and there and there naked women. They have to see something new because otherwise it's the same stimulus for them. They just see, oh, there's a naked girl. Oh, okay, nice. But when they see, oh my God, she's outside at the picnic. Oh, maybe someone could see her. Wow, she's, uh, is she not afraid of getting caught or something like that? Then he's, his fantasy starts to work and then he th he thinks again oh my god i want to write with her maybe i can bring her out on a picnic i don't know and then these guys are more interested and start to subscribe your only fans because you stand it out you highlighted yourself from the other creators yeah so, exactly yeah that's a uh, massive point yeah that is um i want to give a bit of an example regarding that standing out thing so uh so i got like a creator who's got like really big boobs and shit and um so we did we did videos for titty drop subreddit where basically the woman starts to slowly take off her top yeah and, and the boobs drop like really hard and they're like 
I was like thinking, how can I do this a little bit different? How can we do this a little bit different to get more views and stuff like that? So what we started doing is we would do the titter drop all the time on like tables and like desks and different places. <laughs> and then basically, and then we would do it, the titter drop. So it drops like on different objects as well on like phones. Uh, I remember it was like, um, so random objects we would get like pens and stuff like that anything that was around we just like by accident put it there just to make it slightly different and stuff it, it wouldn't be like that wasn't the thing it was just the whole thing was when they would drop they would drop on the tables and like phones or whatever and they would like jiggle different so it was basically like it wasn't that special but it was still different to everyone else because like very few people did that there and like literally we were by far the most popular there on that uh, subreddit. We got banned there eventually, I think, because basically, if you looked at like top ten for like for the last last month, it was just our like videos. So, uh, so yeah, that's one of the things you have to be kind of careful on Reddit is not to be too successful. But uh, these mods are a bit crazy there sometimes. Yeah, that's one of the pains in the in the ass, I would say, with Reddit. I think one of the Biggest negatives we have to tell, we have to talk also about in this episode is the moderators on on Reddit. The thing is, the problem is there are a lot of moderators and they are, I don't know what their problem is, but they never had maybe, they never dominated someone in their life maybe or never we were really successful and now they got like moderators in Reddit and now they have to say so many things and can ban you and swing their ban hammer and you do just one tiny thing and they directly ban you or suspend you from the subreddit so you have to keep an eye on that and just be nice to them because yeah. they also just want attention they are maybe we'll like talk people yeah definitely yeah yeah that's a good point but we'll talk more about reddit in like other episodes like about reddit but yeah definitely be careful with the mods in reddit yeah that's really useful information um so so yeah, one of the key things you also added earlier is you have to toe the line between what's acceptable and not, like kind of like all the time. So yeah, be as crazy as you can without getting banned, basically. That's what you want to do. Um, and yeah, obviously another thing is when it comes to getting people to follow you and stuff like that is you want to be sexy because that's what gets men following. Like that's why men freaking follow all these women on like social media everywhere. Like so be sexy be different and be attention grabbing so like be risque be like shocking be like anything like that and yeah and like a good way to do this i've noticed is find someone that you like on social media and stuff like that um or like anywhere really and then like think how can you imitate them like whether it be their Instagram, the Twitter, their Reddit, the OnlyFans, their tube sites. And then, but how can you make it better or with like a different spin to it or like it's sexier? So like these three different things, like how can you make it different? How can you make it sexier? Or like, and what else can you add to it? So for example, um, let's talk about some examples. So like you see um, a YouTube channel, a dating YouTube channel. You know, there's loads of dating YouTube channels at the moment. Yeah. And a lot of these women then open up an OnlyFans and get loads of like money as they grow their dating channel. And obviously, it's very interesting for men that topic because now men are finding it harder and harder today because 
that's why OnlyFans exists. Basically, normal man is a chump and can't get a woman. You, to be woman these days go only for the greatest guys. So the dating website, uh, the dating like YouTube channels are super popular because they'll make like these guys who are like not top 1% think that they can get a woman. So you have a normal dating site where there's this woman giving the typical bullshit advice that uh, these dating channels on YouTube give like, oh, be a nice boy, take her out to dinners and you will find a nice girl. Be funny, work on your charisma, work on your voice, be sometimes uh, more nice, but sometimes be less nice. So she listens to you. You, you know this bullshit advice. Yeah, so how would you stand out then? How would you be different? What would you suggest? Maybe what is also a good opportunity for, for the girls, for example, if you have the extra time to make a YouTube channel, is like giving dating advices for girls and looking really good in your videos. So look up that you are always dressed your best, have makeup is perfect, everything is highlighted perfectly and set it up perfectly. And then you give, like for example, dating advices in a YouTube channel where you just say, ah, the things also like you, you you said before, the things that not everyone is saying. So, for example, right now, this whole feminism thing is a big thing of women have to be independent and strong. And we know it. And the most men also know it. When we are honest, it pisses the most men off and it's unattractive for them. So when this girl starts to tell, for example, the opposite. So she tells, uh, uh, be a good housewife. To get your best man, listen to your man. Um, you, you are a woman. The man is the man. You have to accept that. You have your strengths. The men's have their strengths, and not everyone is equal and the same. So when you just polarize because you say something that's out of the box, because nowadays, like we talked before, it's normal that women say, "Ah, you have to be strong," and men can't tell you anything and do what you want. Slay and what I don't know what the odds of the kind they are saying, but you have to just polarize with other stuff, and then they are coming. The guys, for example, from Reddit, from from YouTube, Instagram, seeing the video, clicking on it, and seeing you talking like that, and then they think, oh my god, what an attractive woman she thinks. It's good if a woman can cook and carries cares for her man. Sure, she sounds so sweet, and then they get interested because you are different again. You are not the, again, a feminist girl. Now you are uh, like a real jewel, I would say. Yeah, exactly. Like emerald. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's a good point. So give advice to be a traditional woman for a woman. And then that way, and that goes against the grain. And then they will get loads of views and they will start getting pushed by YouTube build algorithm all the way up. But they can also actually do that for men as well. Like they can tell, like if a woman gives advice for men, because usually, as I said, they give bullshit advice, but they could give this a polarizing advice that men need to be like really harsh. They need to be like really manly. They need to be like Andrew Tate. And then they would get loads of women. You know, they could start giving that kind of advice. And again, uh, that that's different. And when because men see all the bullshit dating advice and they tried it and it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked being whatever, a nice, normal guy, which is the usual advice. And, but then they want to try something else. And then they'll see this and they'll be like, oh, this is different. Let me listen to this video. Let me try this. And then this woman says to men that they have to be rough in bed. They have to be rough everywhere, blah, blah, blah. And then maybe her OnlyFans 
you could have like a BDSM themed OnlyFans where like sh- like she likes it rough and stuff like that, and then she can like basically there's already a niche there, and there's already like a YouTube audience as well that she can grow like by being like different and giving like this crazy polarizing advice, which we will get loads of views basically. Definitely, that's also one of the ways of these two ways. It's just important that you that you are polarizing. That's the most important thing. You have to be the the jewel inside of the gold, for example. So you have to really, really stand out. All right, jewel inside of gold. Yeah, yeah. bro, it was a stupid me- metaphor. i love your metaphors man Uh, but yeah i get what you mean so be like i don't know (laughs) i'm trying to think of another stupid metaphor like this (laughs) be like a a sheep in the between loads of cats i don't know (laughs) bro what the fuck man (laughs) (laughs) be like be like an Asian in Africa. <laughs> yeah, maybe this the, the, that could be a good metaphor for that. Be like uh, a human in Mars. Fuck yeah, you know, between all the aliens and shit. <laughs> all this metaphor, definitely. Like, we just need to say, like, the stupidest, like, metaphors, I think, going forward. Like, always, whenever we give metaphors, they have to be, like, really stupid. I think that is kind of funny, and maybe this also uh, gets c- good connected to the to the heads of the of our listeners. So yeah, I would say yeah, we can do that. That's kind of funny. funny. I like that. Another example is so let's uh, another like I'm asking you uh, as my consultant, my OnlyFans. <laughs> I decided to open up OnlyFans. You as my consultant, please give me advice. I want to make a nice TikTok account that's going to blow up. And I want to make those stupid thirst trap videos where it's like you do that bam, bam, bam. And then you're like in your bikini, like the stupid music. And then one, two, three. And then you just appear in your bikini, like these thirst trap. They call it thirst trap videos. How would you make them different? How would you stand out? How would you get an audience? That's a good question. You can build up a lot of thirst traps. I think thirst traps are also something really nice to work with because they are making the man really hungry for more. But the thirst traps have to stand out. For example, what kind of thirst trap you also can build, not on TikTok right now, but I have it in my mind for, for example, Instagram, is you are making a story that you are in H&M and trying making a haul a try on haul from clothing for example in your instagram story so show you oh, i i have this t-shirt it looks so nice and then one story is oh i don't know i got really horny here inside h&m and oh my god i i hope no one sees me and then for example the next picture is like i don't know like the wet pants or something like that and then you can write something. Oh, I it, it escalated too much. So come on my OnlyFans to see the whole story or something like that. And then you have a perfect thirst trap. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, <laughs> you're going to need to go to H&M quite often for it. But yeah, like 
Maybe you could maybe you could go one time and just like try everything on and make it look like you've been there different times because you're trying different on clothes. So you could literally go there one time and do enough content for a month. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. Oh man, I actually never thought about that because you know there is always that issue where like you need loads of clothes, you need to like get dressed up when you're taking all that content. So like, and then you have to buy all these clothes, and then like the woman doesn't have enough clothes, so like, so like you end up wearing the same clothes, and that's actually a good idea just to go to these places to try them all different clothes, and then kind of like do the content. Yeah, light up. And it's free because you're just trying on the clothes, you know. So, for example, if you're also starting out with a new model and she has not so much money, then this is also an option, you know. Yeah, 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 that's true. Uh, you know, there's like, uh, there's some, uh, there's these first try videos where they're basically doing, they're playing uh, with their hand up and down. And then they're going like this. They're like, there's some silly music, and they're going up and down with their hands. So basically, it's like a wanking motion. Yeah, yeah, just sexual intentions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, how would you do that different to make it uh, stand out from the crowd? Because you know that that video is really popular, and like I think everyone's done that first track video. But how would you well, do I, it so it stands out from the crowd? I I I can tell from an example TikTok I used in the past quite often and it went viral sometimes it was like uh, there was a music sound where there is a girl moaning and then the model bends over to the front of the camera to her inside camera and then just simulating like getting fucked from behind and then she starts to shake her body and her hair and it looks like she's really she get banks from banked from behind mm -hmm. and just post this on Instagram and write something like uh, my uh, doggy face or something like that. And I there went a lot of guys crazy about this TikTok because it was it was not directly thirst thirst trap, but it was really like a sexual sim sexual symbol. You know, everyone knows what this was about. So it was pretty obvious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So you just went all out. <laughs> make make it really hardcore. I like that. I like that. Yeah, make, make it, it hardcore. Stand yeah. out, like we talked before. Yeah, and, yeah. Stand and, out. And, go crazy. Yeah. Go crazy and go into the risk getting bent. Sometimes that's the way it goes in life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, with a lot of them though, with those thirst trap videos, they already kind of go crazy. So it's kind of hard to go even crazier. But you can't be like. Um, you can be creative in different ways as well. Like, for example, you can put like different um, like text on, 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 so you know, she does that wanking notion and then you can put like different text over it. Like <laughs> you can make it funny, you can make it whatever you want. So, or you can make it really sexual and weird and stuff, which, which weirdos on TikTok seem to like a lot as well. So, <laughs> so you could put stuff like, I don't know, uh, when my son needs some motivation, <laughs> like, yeah, my my stepson. When my stepson needs some motivation, or when when he knows what's the reward for making his homework or something like that. Yeah, or you can yeah, like or you can make it like a bit weird, like like stuff like when he treats me like shit and I need to make it up to him. It's like what that doesn't make any sense. Why does he treat you like shit and you need to 
then do good things for him. But these kind of things work well because they make no sense. So then yeah. they understand it. So then they ask a question in the chat in the TikTok, and then that gets more engagement in your videos for like to big audience. Like our metaphors, it's the same. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or like you could even try and make it funny, like because it's sexual and everyone else does it in a sexual way. But then you could say something funny like me trying to clean the toilet after a curry night or something like that and then yeah. moving up and down as in like cleaning the toilet uh <laughs> after, after you can definitely toilet. use that too yeah yeah so like just kind of a bit different man if they if they're going too sexual go that way just make it fun you're saying like you can always do these things to be different as well but yeah that's kind of like what we do with this podcast as well because everyone else is going with like Oh yeah, you can make millions of money. Like I was watching these like YouTube videos this other day, and like so many of them are like how I made three hundred thousand in one month for OnlyFans, or like how I made half a million in my first year on OnlyFans. Like, look, you're not gonna make that. That's all bullshit because people just want the quick results and yeah. they want the freaking magic pill. It doesn't fucking exist. You ain't gonna make half a million in your first year if you're a nobody, which is what they're selling. And we're just trying to be different by actually giving some more realistic advice and standing out from this rest bullshitters. So that yeah, the way we're standing out is we're kind of trying to go with the truth, the not so nice truth, like where it's like, oh yeah, you actually have to work a lot and yeah. it's gonna be slow, but it's possible if you work hard, but which isn't sexy, but it does actually make us stand out from the rest it's the truth and it's not like the clickbait titles on youtube hey i'm a 12 year old and i make 2.1.2 billion dollars in two days on OnlyFans, like all the fucking hilarious titles but <laughs> it's it's possible to gain fast money with OnlyFans. it's definitely possible if you set everything right up perfect marketing everything is spot on good girl she's working really hard you are working really hard then it's also possible to get fast results but you have the universe to give it to you also so, yeah exactly who's gonna have that perfect woman perfect chatting perfect marketing like no one like no one from that didn't really work this stuff before like no one literally you have to build it up over months you have to put in a lot of work yes to educate yeah. yourself to listen to good source for example like ours <laughs> so you have to just educate yourself be consistent be disciplined and then everything is possible yeah and also last oh yeah i also wanted to talk about you know these bits regarding uh the marketing where they market all these oh you can make a billion in a in a week on OnlyFans. a lot of the reason why this happens as well is because if you go on these news websites that are about OnlyFans, so you know like in uk there's the sun.com and there's like a whole bit about OnlyFans where it says stuff like, oh, this teacher lost her job, but then she found OnlyFans and she made more in a month than she did in a year, blah, blah, blah. All this is fucking bullshit usually. So the way it works is you contact these websites and you tell them, oh, I'm an OnlyFans creator. I'm gonna, uh, I'm having issues. I used to be a teacher and now I'm making good money. Can you please write an article about me? And then these news websites go to them and say, okay, how much are you gonna pay us? And then they, they tell them, 
how many people do you have following you and stuff like that and then they say okay write an article and we'll see maybe we'll put it but make sure to make it crazy and make sure to make it not believable so people will click on it yeah it's it's obvious it's news so that's why you get the stupid articles on the sun like oh my stepson um loves my only fans account uh, but i don't know what to do with him like like what is this bullshit like obviously you're like you're lying you're not showing your stepson your only fans account and he's not getting bullied in school because of it and then like some silly story like that come on like uh, there's so many of these stupid stories there's one i've seen this other day where like some woman goes and uh, complains how because of her OnlyFans account uh the, her co-workers are looking at her funny and then she does this video in the in the article where she walks around some office and there's people looking at her and it was only one person and it was obvious that this was just a setup where it was just like she got like her boyfriend or something to look at her and it was just some like some small office probably her home like it's all a freaking lie like come on use your brains people of course it's just to get attention because of that they use it it's also advantage it's also marketing exactly but people kind of buy into that crap and it's just like come on uh but like i've worked also with like websites and stuff like that and when you try to grow a website you kind of notice that you need to get links in other websites and stuff like that and you kind of understand that half the shit on the internet is just paid for bullshit that's just to get more traffic for people and stuff like that and like most of it just is not true uh most people more people need to understand that all right another bit is lastly so you want to be shown as many people as possible you want to get them hooked and then you want to leave that curiosity gap so basically that's to make them want to see more of you to want to make see those sexy videos of you on OnlyFans. so if you're making like red tube videos like x tube videos you don't want to show the full length videos you just want to show like little teasers or if you do show full length videos which some people do because it gets more views you just like if you're i don't know playing with a guy's ding dong you just want to make sure your bra is on for example like you don't want to be fully naked so always something to make it worth them going on only fans so um how about youtube what would you say is a good way to leave that curiosity gap on youtube kind of i'm not the right person to talk about that i don't how about like other places then like uh, youtube you can make shorts maybe i saw what i saw on youtube and i i thought about maybe trying it out with uh, one of my models but it's maybe also quite expensive is I saw an OnlyFans creator on YouTube and I found it was really creative. She made like shorts where she introduced like the most sexiest fragrances for men. So like perfume, so colognes. And she were really sexy in the video. So she had like really tight dresses and showing a lot of skin. And she was talking, I have to say it, she was talking really nice. So her voice was really sexual, really, really sensational i would say and then she said yeah if a man wears this fragrance 
this makes me this turns me really on and this type of stuff you know and then okay obviously she also maybe had to deal with some fragrances because she was kind of big so she advertised of course these fragrances also and tell them oh yeah buy this fragrance because i got money for that but i won't tell you so buy it because i we women love that and also i saw a lot of people when then i got curious i started because i found it was kind of creative so i read in the in the comments and i saw a lot of people were begging her and were horny on her and these guys definitely would also go on OnlyFans. so uh, opportunities maybe use youtube shorts yeah yeah, yeah yeah another thing is you can do is you can kind of mention in all these places like other places as well so like don't mention OnlyFans ever but stay stuff like and in other places you can talk to me or you can like get more of me in other places just look for it and like mention these kind of things and uh, also if you're going to do like i don't know like a youtube you could also do a patreon as well and then just say look you can also go on my patreon and there i chat to my customers or you can even go to another place and if you don't want to mention OnlyFans, don't just say like um because I think YouTube can be sometimes a bit funny about it, but usually they're not. Uh, but you, if you don't want to like just take the risk, just say, or you can go in other places, just say it like that, where you can see even more of me and where you can chat about any topic that you want kind of thing. Um, so, um, so yeah, so that's pretty much it. So like, um, be sure go on as many social media places that you can the ones with organic traffic uh get them hooked to you by being sexy being different uh by being attention grabbing and then also leave that curiosity grab uh gap to to want them to go and sign up for your only fans i think that's the conclusion and i think that's pretty much it we tried not to make it like too long today but it still ended up quite long i swear we can't make them like 20 minutes like <laughs> it's so hard there's a lot to talk about you know so also to get to to tell our listeners the best advices also what's our goal so i think it's important to also explain every point so yeah we try our best for you guys that you don't have to listen too 10 hours to a podcast, but sometimes everything has to be said. Yeah, exactly. We just try and give as much information as possible. In the next podcast, I think we're going to talk a little bit about like uh, how to make good content, like quality and stuff like that. I, I don't think we're going to go too much into detail about it because we're not going to be giving you like a masterclass of photography or like video making, but we will yeah. give some key advice, which probably useful for you to know if you're kind of starting out. And this way we're going through, we're starting out from here and then we'll keep on like going. We're going to talk about different platforms and stuff like that. All right. Peace out, everyone. It was a pleasure talking to you and see you next time. See you in the next episode, guys. Don't forget to subscribe and stay tuned.